You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of No Other Pod. What's going on, my friends? And welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy. Jim, Jim. Along with my good buddy, Dan. And Dan, not, not a lot of sporting KC news this week. Just kind of a quiet I, week. I was ashamed. I was, I was embarrassed when you were like, we should do a podcast this week. I'm like, man, there ain't shit going on. What yeah. the F do you want to even talk about? <laughs> well, uh, you know, if I'm being honest, I was going to come in here and I thought we were going to have a good and potentially nuanced and, and you know, meaningful discussion about should Sporting Kansas City move their home game against Inch Miami to Arrowhead Stadium. And I do yeah. still want to talk about that because I think reasonable people can disagree. And I don't actually know exactly where you stand on it. We've talked about it a little bit, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, and then, Sporting Kansas City, the club that we are supposed to love, that we all have built community around, that helped me find what I would say is a home away from home when I moved from Los you Angeles. You found community, bro. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did something that I never thought we would be sitting here talking about on this podcast. And they hired someone by the name of Gavin Wilkinson. And, uh, oh, boy, do I, if you've seen my Twitter feed, you know I have thoughts. If it sounds familiar to you, um, you know, he, he, this man has not been away for long enough Mm-mm. in this game. And it, uh, uh, everyone listening knows what this is about. Everyone knows why we're so mad. Uh, your Twitter was off the chain then. <laughs> Just, I mean, I was like, damn, Timmy, I can't retweet everything you say. That just it's looks flames coming out of my fingers. <laughs> yeah, you did. You, you look like, uh, uh, you look like that Bruce Almighty scene where he's on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I mean, every, I, like, I, I'm at a loss for words almost. I mean, clearly, I'm not because I, I, I said a lot on, on, on Twitter. Um, but loss for words only because there's a character restriction. <laughs> but that may be true. But like I've I've gone through a number of emotions today and I and I wanna I think we'll probably start like largely talking about Arrowhead and then go into this in more detail after our break. So I'll, I'll save a lot of, of my thoughts for after then. But um sure. to say I feel betrayed by the club and I'm not even a woman. I'm not a victim of domestic abuse. I'm not a victim of sexual abuse. I'm not a victim of any of the things that Gavin Wilkinson is alleged and reported to have um, helped perpetuate and or cover up in a a hundred plus page report that costs like a million dollars and was done by a former attorney general. So like, this isn't just like Twitter rumors. Um, Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty bad. Um, Yeah. I don't know. How's your week going? Uh, you know, yeah, let's dude. It's been a fine week, man. I saw, I saw a very nice film called the color purple the other day. Um, how was that? It was great. I loved it. I never did see the original. Um, so I was kind of going in blind. I'm sure there were some nods to the movie. I, I saw some people are mad that they didn't know it was a musical and they felt duped. Uh, well, that seems like, like most movies, problem. Yeah. Some movies get taken and turned into Broadway musicals and then those musicals become musical movies. And, Mm-hmm. It is what it is, man. The, the the cycle just keeps going. If you looked at the cast of of the movie, I mean, like Fantasia, like yeah, I mean, come on now, 
She was great. I, I when I went to the bathroom, I went to the bathroom halfway through, and I, I texted my buddy who knows the show, and I was like, "Am I about to cry in this shit?" <laughs> and he was like, "Buckle up, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Strap it on. Yep. It's about to go down." <laughs> it did. There were some tears. <laughs> you know. You know. I'm I'm glad that you uh, you were able to see that. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. we what. We doing uh we talked about Jackbox last week, man. We need to get on some Jackbox. We do need to do some Jackbox. I need to find some I might, time. I need to figure out some ways to to distract myself from some of these sporting KC news stories because not the most fun thing to cover at the moment. So I know, man. Um, yeah, let let's figure that out. Let's you and I talk and, and we'll figure out how we can get a Jackbox night or Jackbox yeah. party going on with some of our uh, our fans. We had multiple people say that they thought it would be a fun time. So yeah, let's do it. Well, do in the spirit of Chiefs playoff week, do we uh, do we jump into this Arrowhead situation? Is that what you're wanting to do? I think that's yeah. You got your Chiefs sweatshirt on. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Um, and and you know champion. what? If you uh, if you go to SportingKC.com, there's no other major story that should be highlighted and, and headlining the front page of of the website. Um, this is the biggest story. Is uh, is that what's on the website right now? It's it's the main story on the website. Um, I say Geha Field. I've heard it's actually G E H A Field. I'm not sure yeah. for sure. It is G E H A, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. I saw it too, and exactly I was like roll off the tongue. Well, you never hear people say it, right? So you kind of just gotta say what you think it is. G E H A field at Arrow. Oftentimes yeah. it's just it's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. I mean, it's kind of similar to what they did at the Coliseum where USC plays in LA. It's like, oh, these are kind of historic venues. Coliseum, especially even more so than than Arrowhead. Like you refer to it as Arrowhead, you refer to it as the Coliseum. No one's like, oh yeah, I'm going to Geha Field at, at Arrowhead. Just like people don't say, I'm going to United Airlines Field at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Is that what it is? Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's pretty dumb. But the news was, dude, I'm sorry, one of the most yeah. historic fields that I think is just great and and should never change is Chicago's Soldier Field. It's just like there's so much history there. It's yeah. just, it, I don't know. I can't imagine something being like, this is Blue Cross Blue Shield Soldier <laughs> Field, you know? <laughs> have you uh, have you seen the renderings of, of what they're planning to do with, with Soldier Field in an effort to try to keep the Bears in downtown Chicago? No. Am I just, is it named something else now? No. I just want to basically, you know, redesign it. I think maybe make it a dome. Oh, closed okay. facility. Like there's certain things they want to keep the facade to try to keep some of the like historic um, stuff. But yeah, the Bears bought bought property outside of downtown Chicago, so now Chicago's trying to you know come up with a way to keep them there. So I don't I don't know. We'll see. Hey, you know we talked about the sporting game against Toronto in March a little mm-hmm. bit. Do they play in a dome inside stadium? Wow. There's one on it, isn't That's it? a good question. Um, what is, what is that? BMO Stadium, definitely BMO. BMO Field. I tell you one thing, there it, is no roof. Are you serious? This is outdoor. Buddy, do you know how cold it is in Toronto in March? Pretty cold. Probably not as cold as it's going to be in Kansas City this weekend. Oh, yeah, this weekend's <laughs> going to be awful. You want to go to Chiefs game for a d- decent price, you definitely could. Yeah. You might get hypothermia and you might die, but Look, good luck. My fandom levels for different teams, it is what it is. If it was sporting, I'm out there freezing, right? Maybe not after today. I don't know. But <laughs> but Chiefs, I'm like, man, more power to you crazy fans. Like, I'm all about it. I'm not discouraging you or calling you stupid. It's just, it's not my thing. My couch looks very toasty very, Saturday night. Very cheap. 
Yes. Oh man, snacks and all. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of, of Arrowhead, um, we had speculated about this last week because there was the snafu with Sporting KC tickets, and um, you know, there when when tickets went on sale, tickets for the April thirteenth game against Inter Miami did not go on sale. And we were wondering, what does that mean? Will there be a different process by which they sell these tickets? Will it be a lottery? Are they holding them back? Because they might move the game to Arrowhead. And we had some, you know, differing thoughts of people, what they thought it meant. And uh, yes, they're going to move it to Arrowhead. No, they'll never move it to Arrowhead. They're just going to wait to do a lottery. Well, Sporting Kansas City announced that the game on Saturday, April 13th, is going to be played at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Tickets for the match will start at $65 for the general public. Uh, they already uh, went on pre-sale um, for, I believe, Jackson County residents and season ticket members and, and such. But the public sale begins 12 p.m. Central Time, January 16th. So this is crazy. This what? Is, yeah, I, I have some thoughts, but you're I am not a season ticket member. I go to the games typically as a credentialed member of the media. So I would love to get your perspective as a season ticket member because it seems to me that there there is a, a little bit of a divide amongst the Sporting KC fan base sure as to is this good is this bad sure what your thoughts uh you know i think we we posted or you did a uh a poll right like do you love it do you hate it are you indifferent uh i kind of fall if i had to pick one a little indifferent um i would have loved to have this game at children's mercy park but on the other hand like having season tickets this is one of the gosh dude this is one of the only times in a long time that i can say this is a benefit of having season tickets um you know i think my season ticket maybe averages 40 bucks a game when it comes down to it um and the cheapest ticket to get in the door in this game is 65 Mm -hmm. so boom it benefits me also uh there was a worry that okay they're probably going to stick season ticket holders in level 300 or something right or uh, behind the goal, I can tell you right now, I am in literally the exact location, like eight rows from the field and in the corner, uh, just like I am at Children's Mercy Park. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can tell you what, what if I was uh, if that was a Chiefs game, I would be ecstatic to have those tickets. <laughs> like those are great seats and very expensive. So yes. uh, now here's another thing for this kind of game. Dude, this is a risk. There's no guarantees. Messi even plays mm-hmm. like you hope you hope if he doesn't then it's like all for nothing mm-hmm. and then what like you can't resell resell your tickets you mm-hmm. can't get your money back mm-hmm. the consumer's screwed the the club's got their money because they sold yeah. tickets you know yeah. it's so uh we're it, taking risks by to get by being there we are it's it's gonna be very interesting how this all actually transpires as you mentioned there is no guarantee that Lionel Messi will actually end up playing in this game. Tickets are certainly not cheap. It mentions that they start at $65. Um, that is presumably for... That's not the know, cheapest... I mean, that's upper, not a cauldron ticket. No, no. That's that's presumably for like way upper deck 300 level corner where you know, you'll see the little pink dots running around on the field and with binoculars you might be able to make out number 10. But you're not going to really know that um, or, or see in any meaningful way that is Lionel Messi. We did do the poll, like you mentioned, and and we said, you know, what are your thoughts on Sporting KC moving the Inter Miami game to Arrowhead because of Lionel Messi? And it started off pretty strongly negative, 
And then it kind of evened out, actually. Um, we ended up with about 36% of people said they're happy about the move. 37% of people, we got 300 votes, by the way. So 36%, a little more than 100 people uh, of the 300 voted say happy. 37, about equal amount, a little more than 100 people said don't like it. And 27% said they're indifferent. So really about an even split across the board. What I've noticed anecdotally in my mentions is it did seem to be season ticket members were the ones who were less likely to be happy about this. A lot of that was a fear, like you mentioned, and like I was concerned about of where will they put our tickets. I'm very glad to hear. I'm a little surprised, but very glad to hear that the majority of season ticket members got moved to equivalent seats in Arrowhead Stadium. The, The ones that seem to maybe have a gripe, ironically, are some people who sit in the Shield Club mm. because I've heard from a number of people who have Shield Club tickets. And the Shield Club, for those of you who don't know, it's the club level at Children's Mercy Park. Very nice seats. They span across the middle of the field. You have access to the club level. Um, it's it's There's food. There's drinks. It's, a, it's, it's an experience that you are paying for. And sure. apparently... When these seats were hand selected, quote unquote, by you know season ticket reps to try to get you the same the same experience, a lot of the Shield Club people were moved from having seats near midfield to kind of in the end zone now in the two hundred level, and oh, that's wow. because the two hundred level is apparently where the club level is in Arrowhead. Okay, and one of them who emailed their rep and said, "Hey, I, I normally sit." midfield close to the field and i'm in the 200 level by the end zone what's the deal can i can i have seats like what my other seats are i guess the rep said yeah we can move you but you're going to be giving up your club benefits club mm-hmm. benefits only exist on the 200 level so so ironically <laughs> it is it does seem to be um season ticket members that are shield club members that are maybe losing out on a similar experience um, which it is interesting because if you look at a, a, a season ticket member add-on pricing map that they put out, there is actually a midfield section that is available on that 200 level. Those are just $480 per ticket as a season ticket member add-on. So they're probably going to be more expensive to the general public. So it seems they're not giving those to the, the Shield Club members as much. They're giving the, the, the club goal line seats for the Shield I'm just, Club. I'm floored. I'm floored that this is a thing. I'm floored that we're playing into messy mania. I, I just, and, and it is a cash grab because otherwise you would just treat it as another game. Yes. But no, you're going to, it's a single man. Mm-hmm. This is a man who plays soccer for maybe the last year in his career. Right. And 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 I think that's, this is a cash grab. And, and you know what? This man, by the way, people a, worship this man yeah. like a, a, a deity. Yes, it's 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 unbelievable. It's really messy, weird. Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo that are the only two that are like this. And uh, producer Nick says it means it's the last time people can see him in person, which potentially is true. Yeah. Here, here's here's my biggest gripe. Sporting KC, as they position this, make it sound like they're doing this for altruistic reasons. And the people who are talking about it on behalf of Sporting KC, we're doing this for altruistic reasons. Don't you want the people? come see this man shouldn't the good people of iowa of nebraska of oklahoma of arkansas of kansas of missouri be able to come together to enjoy the deity of Lionel messi for the low low price of 65 dollars plus fees uh low and the fees are stupid so many fees bro 
You know how fees are, Ticketmaster. Yes. And and when in reality, it's they know they can make more money doing this. But here, here's my thing. This is a this is not a sporting advantage for Sporting KC. No pun intended. This is Sporting Kansas City is giving up a home game in a league match, a competitive league match. They are giving up a home game to a, a stadium they're not used to playing at across the state line, where seventy thousand people are going to be there, and probably sixty thousand plus of them are going to be wearing Messi jerseys, whether they're Miami jerseys or Argentina jerseys or Barcelona jerseys or PSG jerseys or whatnot. They'll be wearing messy jerseys. And sure, you can say, well, yeah, but if they played in Children's Mercy Park, I'm sure those season ticket members would probably sell their tickets for thousands of dollars and it would be filled with messy fans anyway. Maybe. But at least we're playing at our own home stadium. At least the cauldron can be in the cauldron. At least the home locker room is the home locker room. You're in your facilities. And the argument of maybe you can hook some people on, on Sporting KC and get them to be fans. Wouldn't you want them to be in the stadium where they'd see them play normally instead of Arrowhead? Look, selfishly, as a season ticket holder, I'm like, okay, this is fine. They're also throwing in free parking. Sure. I'm like, okay. What's it, like 65 bucks for cheese parking? I have no idea, but it's ridiculous. And and then I see that what their low price is, and I'm like, okay, so this feels, you know, this benefits me, but I still have empathy for the people it does not. So this is not inclusive for everybody. Um, Well, and then... The only other thing I'll say before we hit our break real quick is the other thing I see people say is, well, this will be a great dry run for Copa America and the World Cup. That's not sporting's responsibility. That's not what this is. Sporting KC shouldn't be doing things and, and, and you know, giving up a home field advantage potentially and your own stadium, a home game in the league to do a dry run for Arrowhead Stadium Ops. They've done Taylor Swift concerts. They do Chiefs games where they have 70 some odd thousand people in them every week. Yeah. They're, they're going, they'll figure it out. They're fine. Well, I mean, parking's still atrocious, but they'll figure it out. Yes. <laughs> Let's take a break real quick. And uh, when we come back, lots more to talk about. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yo, yo. What's up? Hey, uh, dude, I feel like we don't have fun shit to talk about it's not at all. Episode. So I'm like struggling. I'm like, what can I bring up when we come back from the break? That's that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell you what, man, it's just same old shit, bro. 2024, just back back to work, you know. Not it's, nothing fun on my end. It's been a weird start to the year. There's been lots of weird things happening. I like I turn on Twitter every day and I'm like, oh, there's a naked man swimming in a bass pro shop aquarium. And then also there's another man also <laughs> in Alabama, apparently, who's now stuck in a giant pot and he can't get out. Oh, now there's people crawling out of tunnels in New York City, apparently. I, what is happening? That's a weird thing. So that is like, weird. Every time I turn on, you know, anything that's not just like Echo on Disney Plus or whatever, I'm just like, what? Can't wait. Excuse me? What is happening now? Great show, by the way. I, I love how those Marvel shows have gotten a little more inclusive every day. Um, dude, but that, that tunnel thing in New York, a man swore he was hearing Yiddish like in his house. Like what that's- is going on? Apparently and that's they, part of it. And yeah. They called him crazy. Everyone's like, You're nuts, dude. You like need to be committed. And then this happened. Do you do you know the expression you know the the definition of vindication? Like this feels <laughs> like that would feel great. I'd be like, I fucking told you. Yeah, it's it that it's a weird, you know, there's a lot of also conspiracy theories and rumors about that story, but the, the what did there was for? There was a single tunnel and it and it already existed and, and it seemed like they were a small group of people were digging through to try to expand it there's not a lot of reasoning yet it seems like it was not a coordinated effort it was not a small group there's a lot of conspiracy theories that aren't true about it i would go to bbc they have a news article about it we can get the facts but it's a it's a weird story so what the uh, hell man but yeah i mean there's just been weird things happening every day in 2024 and then sporting kansas city at least for me personally this is the one that affected me most i'm, I'm sitting there at work today and I'm just doing my my regular thing. And I'm like going through work. I get out of meetings and whatnot. And then I see, and then I see a tweet come across my timeline. And with Twitter, you never really know, is this a real thing? Is this is this a fake thing? Because Elon's, you know, gone crazy with this. And I see a tweet from none other than Mr. Tommy Scoops himself, Tom Bogert. And when I see Tom Bogert, I'm like, Okay, is this the real Tom Bogert? This isn't like T-L-M-B-0-G-E-R-T or whatever. No, this is the real Tom Bogert. 9.45 this morning. Sources. Sporting KC has hired former Portland Timbers exec Gavin Wilkinson to the front office. Wilkinson won one MLS Cup and got two more as CSO, Chief Soccer Officer of Portland. Left in 2022 following Sally Yates' report. He will report left. Left is not a lot of work there. Left wow. is doing a lot of work there. And then Tom clarified later, you know, Orlando City Technical Director Ricardo Moreira and former New York Red Bulls GM Dennis Hamlet were all the finalists for the position. So this is not like it was a, this is our only option. There were other options. I'm going to write him in for comeback player of the year. 
<laughs> and if you are unfamiliar with the story of Gavin Wilkinson, go to my Twitter account. There's lots of information about it. You can see it. Uh, Jimmy tweets a little bit. He enjoys it. I do. Let me uh, let me highlight. There's a Bleacher Report article from October 5th, 2022, a year and a half ago, at not even. NWSL's thorns fire Gavin Wilkinson, Mike Golub after. Oh, I thought he left. Endings. No, oh, well, you know, left. It's, it's gotcha. maybe lifting in the tweet. Gotcha. So I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs real quick. It says the Portland Timbers and Thorns fired president of soccer Gavin Wilkinson and president of business Mike Golub on Wednesday amid the ongoing fallout from an investigation that found widespread misconduct throughout women's soccer. An investigation conducted by former U.S. Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates found Wilkinson gave a positive recommendation to former Thorns coach Paul Riley, despite Riley being accused of sexual misconduct and abusive behavior toward players. The report alleged Riley engaged in sexual relationships with players and suggested players kiss one another to get out of drills and practice. Wilkinson did not disclose any of Riley's behavior when recommending him for a job with the Western New York Flash. And then separately... Gavin Wilkinson also was accused of helping cover up a domestic violence incident from then Portland Timbers player Andy Polo before Andy Polo was traded away from the Portland Timbers. Were, were those the facts you just reported? Because I was told that the facts were not necessarily reported. I heard that somewhere. That is something that Gavin Wilkinson said today. Now, okay. I, I, um, I don't know who I want to believe more in this situation. Do I want to believe a deputy attorney general who spent a year and millions of dollars doing a multi-hundred page investigation, who uh, went up against the likes of Donald Trump and Michael Flynn in a legitimate court of law and was able to stand tall against them? Or do I want to believe the man who has everything to lose and just got hired for his job and is trying to save face by just simply saying, yeah, but that's not true. Look, Alexi Lala said this is a great hire. Don't get me started on that. I, you're going to turn this into a Stephen e. Smith against Jason Whitlock podcast. <laughs> you got me fired up on Alexi Lalas. I'm just saying, Alexi Lalas, he's he's uh, pretty smart. I'm going to have to call my pastor that doesn't exist and apologize preemptively for the things I'm about to say. <laughs> to quote Stephen A. Smith. Can we talk about uh, something real quick? I, this... this I would say this separated Twitter today, but it did not. This is something we all agreed on. Uh, I would, except I, I can only assume that the Kansas City Cauldron is putting together some sort of thing. I hope so. I, because, hope like, so. I mean, you assume they would have said something real fast because they are who this fan base looks to to say things. I don't, I don't blame them for if you're going to make a statement, you want to get that time. statement right. Take your time. Um, I get that. I have some maybe thoughts. Say, maybe tweet, hey, we're actually putting together a statement. Hang tight there, Kansas City Nation. You know. Yeah. That might not be a bad idea. That's a good idea. Um, I have some thoughts that I've thought about putting down in, in a column, quote unquote, of some sort that I may want to write. I'm letting myself, you know, get some things out on Twitter that are a little bit more like heat of the moment, emotional type stuff. But but I, I do actually think I'm going to actually write something a little bit more put together um, in the coming days. So we'll see. But um, I don't blame them for wanting to get this right in some way. But, you know, kind of what I said, my thoughts on what, what I was talking about at the start of this episode is, like you said, I did find a community in Sporting Kansas City. And it and it's the first time, you know, outside of basically my college experience where it's a built-in community because you're going there that, like, I've found a true community in a sports team fandom. 
because, you know, my NFL team I grew up rooting for was the Packers. I'm, I didn't live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I didn't really care about any of the LA baseball teams. I didn't really care about the Lakers. I, I had this college experience. That was it. And then I moved to a new place in Kansas City and I built a community. That's how you and I met. That's how we became good friends. That's how we started this podcast was through Sporting KC. And it helped me really feel like I could embrace Kansas City as my home. And now I don't know if I can root for this team that I truly, this club that I truly do care about so much because of the signals that they are sending to me about what is and is not important to them. And that's upsetting, quite honestly. Let me blow your mind for a second because uh, this, this sucks to even think about, but I'm sure that there are things that we watch or root for and there are just, that's just news that hasn't come out. I'm like, sure. It, there's probably bad people that we support all the time, but absolutely it sucks that it's been revealed to you. And in that sense, dude, I'm struggling because I don't want to let something like this piss on something that I love doing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. And I do, I, I wish, you know, the players can't come out and say something. They they can't. It, um, it's harder for sure. What do, what do we all do? Do we, do we email our season ticket reps that can't do shit? That that dude, the reps are very low on that on that. Yeah. Thing, they can you know? they can pass on the message if I they assume. want to. They and I mean they can tell people. It, I I don't know for a fact. I'm not a season ticket member. I've seen people online say I'm canceling my season ticket membership after this. I don't know if they are or are not. But the season ticket reps can start letting people know. Hey, all those people that are saying on Twitter they're canceling it. Yeah, they're not just bullshitting you. We're actually getting legitimate cancels over this. I don't know if that's the case or not. We'll see. It reminds me of, you know, the Portland Timbers fans and Portland Thorns fans went through this with this very man in in recent years. Um, some Cleveland Browns fans went. It, it, I'm not saying these two are analogous situations. They're, they're different details, different situations. But Cleveland Browns fans, when when they signed Deshaun Watson as their quarterback, had to come to grips with uh, a series of, in that case literal crimes that were committed um i'm not one who like i don't i don't think i should look for a moral compass in my sports teams per se like i'm not i'm not trying to follow sporting kansas city's lead to guide me through life as how to be a decent person but what i do think is i don't think it's out of the realm of expectation to say I also don't think my favorite sports team should knowingly and willingly enable and perpetuate sexual abuse or willfully employ and put people in positions of power who do. And that's what I took from the press conference today is a bunch of dudes, and let's face it, it was a bunch of middle-aged, probably white dudes, looked in a room and said to each other, does he sound like he's sorry to you? Sounds like he's sorry to me. And you know what? I'm cool with it. And then that was it. Where were the ladies, man? Where were, where were the, I mean, I think Peter Vermees was asked something about, um, by Daniel Spare. I mean, Hey, props to the people in the room. Mm -hmm. They asked the questions. They didn't just, you know, suckle on the teeth of the corporate machine here, you know? Right. This, this was not an easy press conference and I couldn't be there because of work. I'm not a paid member of the media per se. Like I, I, I don't know how I would have been able to handle this press conference or not. I'd like to think I could have, you know, done a pretty professional job, but yeah, Daniel Sperry of the Kansas city star asked if any women in the organization were consulted or part of this process. Um, 
Peter Vermees had a, a, a quote that um, he basically said, there were no women directly. Well, he didn't say that. He goes, there are women who are owners of sport in Kansas City that are part of the ownership group, but the process moved very quickly. Very there quickly. Are women who are part of the ownership group, but the process moved very quickly, which is another way of saying, no, no women were consulted in this process. And you know how I know that? Because isn't it interesting, Mike Kuhn pointed this out on his Twitter, if they say, oh, there's women in the ownership group, go look on sportingkc.com. Go look at the page that says who makes up the ownership group. There are six names on there. The Patterson family, so I guess that there's probably women in the Patterson family. But then the other owners, it's a picture of Neil Patterson, though. The other owners, Cliff Illig, Greg Maday, Pat Curran, Rob Heineman, Patrick Mahomes. There are zero women pictured on that page. And to pull out, say, well, there's women part of the ownership group as a shield to hide yourself from criticism when people are questioning the hire of somebody who was fired for their role in perpetuating sexual abuse, and then to have zero women on the page when you list who the owners are, that feels disingenuous and cowardly to me. It's not bad, man. It's not bad. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, sorry, it's not good. I don't know why I said it's not bad. <laughs> it's not good. But dude, there are people also whose whose opinions I care about for some reason, uh, like uh, Nate Bucati, like an Ali Trost Martin, mm-hmm. uh, like like a Hartzell who's always very outspoken about things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not saying the three of them had to say something or anything, but you know, they haven't. Um, sure. Right? It's also being on Sporting's payroll a little bit or biting the hand that fed you or got you where you, you know, it's one of those things too. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't work and- for the club. They've never acknowledged us. They certainly don't send us any barbecue sauce. Casey Current. I see we got some barbecue sauce. I haven't got mine yet, but it's coming. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and not everybody, people process things at a different speed and a different pace. So, Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe they're doing stuff behind the scenes. Like I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge anybody for how they do or don't like publicly acknowledge this situation. I'm also not gonna sit here and ju- I want to make this clear too. I'm not gonna judge you if you're like, I hate this, but I'm still a sporting fan. Like that, that's a really hard decision to make. If you still go to the cl- the games because you want to support the team members or whatnot, I, I I get the logic of it. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, let's all boycott. If you want to do that, more power to you. If you want to call your STM, more power to you. I think I'd be a little bit of a hypocrite if I didn't hold sporting fans to the same sort of standard that I held Timbers fans to with this very same individual because I saw a lot of Timbers fans be like, you know, we're going to go to the game, but we're just not going to hold any signs. And it's like, sure, you can. I don't know how much that really hurts Merritt Paulson if you're still buying the tickets and the concessions and everything. Exactly. Weren't they quiet too or something? They were quiet for a little bit, which like, yeah, the Timbers Army is known for being very loud and so it affects TV. But then on the 12th minute or whatever, you roar loud and suddenly you're back and then people forget. So this just... know. It's it's day one, right? So to say like, oh, this hasn't happened or this hasn't, you know. Right. That's not fair. This feels crazy. But I will tell you what, what I'm going to use forevermore Whenever I'm like in a bind or in trouble or or the 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 cards are stacked against me, the facts have not necessarily been reported. That's what I'm going to use as my excuse. Furthermore, because <laughs> it yeah. works apparently. <laughs> that was that was the question. Gavin Wilkinson made I mean he did, you know, 
He read a whole long statement about his apology, um, supposedly, what that was. Uh, Wait, why did it take him so many months to, uh, like, say anything? Ding, ding, that, ding. He didn't apologize 17 months ago when these That's women a- were going through all of this shit. Mm-hmm. So what Gavin Wilkinson said, it goes... I got my hands out. You know, I'm pretty serious when I do that. Karate chop's coming, dude. What Gavin Wilkinson said was, I would like to take this moment to apologize for the unintended consequences and to the individuals who are impacted. I should have done more than my previous role to protect and empower female athletes and not hide behind legal advice. I should have been able to stand on my own two feet, question the process, find out more information, find out more about the situation that occurred and made a more informed decision. I should have spoken up to prevent the hiring of the coach involved. And as I said, a deeper dive and looking through uh, the lens, having stepped away, I owe those involved a sincere apology. How much of an apology is it if you only make an apology after you've been given another golden ticket of a job and you're apologizing then because you know that you're now going to have to publicly face the music? Another, if there's anything, if there's any kind of inspiration in the world, it's that you can go be a literal piece of shit and get a freaking soccer executive job. Like, what? As far as I'm concerned, this guy needs to be a ball boy. Like, he needs, he needs to be at the bottom and work his way up again, Mike McDaniel style. <laughs> just, I just, you know, and, and as you said, the, he goes, the facts have not necessarily been reported. So, if you're going to hide behind that, he was asked later to to elaborate what, is, what does that mean? What yeah. facts have not been reported? He was given the opportunity later. And uh, he didn't really say it. He claimed two quotes specifically were not his. Um, You know, one about I didn't I didn't tell anybody that, you know, Paul Riley was put in a bad spot and I didn't give a glowing review. Um, But what I guess I would say is. Again, are we supposed to believe this multi-year thorough investigation that reported what they found out? And spent a billion dollars doing so and apparently was good enough to have him fired from his previous position. Or are we supposed to believe the guy who was like, well, yeah, I can't admit to it now because if I say I did it now, then I'm about to lose the job I just got hired for. So no. All I know. Hey, all I know is that it's not on us anymore, man. It's on Nolan Records or whatever it is. What the? What the well, that's, that's that company that's that thing. Yeah. So they were asked about how did this come to be? And Cliff Illig said, through comprehensive, rigorous reviews by Nolan Partners, a sports executive recruiting firm, and our Sporting Kansas City review and diligence of both private and public investigative reports, we have concluded that in Portland, there were acknowledged lapses in judgment and that certain aspects of a situation should have been handled differently. We also conclude that ultimately, Gavin is a strong, principled individual worthy of a second chance, and that can and will be represent the elevated standards and expectations of sporting Kansas city in the future. Dude, that the hierarchy of stuff like this, like it's just, you can do whatever you want Mm -hmm. and still be on top of the world. Sporting Mm -hmm. director, man. Got to tell you, that's a title Peter Vermees held for many years. So this Mm -hmm. takes a title away from Peter while he, you know, focuses elsewhere. Do you think this guy deserves to share a title with Peter, what Peter Vermees had? Yeah, Peter Vermees is now what? Chief soccer officer? Or Chief, Chief soccer officer, yeah. They made a new job yeah, with Peter so. Vermees. Yeah, he's still the top dog. Yeah. Um, but now this guy comes in and he's sporting director. And it's like, holy crap, dude. Mm-hmm. Only in only in sports can you like 
get fired and then go be something. You, dude, you know what? I do two podcasts a week, bro. Did you know I'm chief podcasting officer? We I'm chief pod officer, my friend. Chief, chief pod officer, CPO. I'm the hardest uh, working man in podcasting. You know that? <laughs> I'm sure that's true. Uh, Peter Vermees, he said, quote, people deserve a second chance, especially if they understand where they can improve and all those other things. And we saw that reflection in him. We saw that that advancement just in who he is and listened to him to talk about all those things. Again, there were no women, it would appear, involved in this process. There were right. no victims of domestic abuse that we're aware of that were involved in this process. There were no victims of sexual abuse that we're aware of that were involved in this process. If somebody says something offensive, and neither you nor I are part of the offended group, part of the affected group, but we look at each other and we go, you know what? I think that apology was really good and I'm cool with it. Let's let's just move on. Is that our place to do it? No. And certainly Peter, there, there was no criminal act that was proven. There's no, I don't think Gavin Wilkinson, there, there is no crime alleged he has committed. If there is a crime, it's on Paul Riley. So to be clear, criminality is not a factor here with Gavin Wilkinson. Right. It's a it's a question of morals and ethics. And sure, Peter Vermees is is and and Cliff Illick and Jake Reed, who Peter said apparently was part of this process as well, are free to try to hide behind. Well, this the, the recruiting firm said that he's the guy. So what are we supposed to do? Um, no, Nolan Partners. That's what that's what we're talking about. And next time I pop up, well, Nolan Partners said I was Nolan good. Partners. They're free to hire whoever they want. They're free to say, sure, he gets a second chance. A second chance doesn't mean you have to go to another MLS club. A second chance doesn't mean it has to happen here. He also did this. This wasn't like an isolated incident. This was a pattern of behavior with Gavin Wilkinson over a number of years. Yeah. So this is not just be a second chance with us. And no. over the years, there's been questions about the front office of this team. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there's we've we've questioned how it's just kind of gone downhill over the past five, seven years, right? Yeah. I mean, it's this is. There have been questions, like you said, about the the ownerships group, ownership groups, and the way the front office has run the, the club in terms of its connection with the fans. That was the strength of this club from the rebrand to about 2015, 2016. It's kind of gone downhill. It continued to go downhill last year, especially with St. Louis coming into the league and highlighting what it could be like. For some people, it went downhill a little bit more with the Arrowhead Stadium decision, and then this just shattered it for everybody universally I have not seen a sporting Kansas City fan come out and go you know what this is a good move the only yeah. person I've seen it is fucking Alexi Lawless yeah he doesn't count though that is not a real person I'm pretty convinced that it's just <laughs> not a real person he is gum on your shoe uh, but I dude I'm very excited though that this is something that has kind of like brought us all together mm -hmm. and like you know there's not someone being like that's eh, great move no I really don't think it is like, it's great. Um, we're, people are laughing at us. People are laughing oh, yeah. at Kansas City. This this looks like a completely incompetent organizational move. This and and the GEHA field move, um, people are laughing. People are like, look at, here's Sporting Kansas City, milking the teat of the, of the goat, Lionel Messi. <laughs> this is, I just, you know, Peter Vermees, he, he, he said in his justification for what he was looking for. Uh, he goes, quote, I just got solidified in my thoughts that you need MLS experience, number one. And then it is also Sorry, very, very... 
Peter Vermees. Okay. I just, he, this is when he was asked why Gavin Wilkinson was the hire. Peter Vermees. Quote, I just got solidified in my thoughts that you need MLS experience, number one. And it is also very, very important for that person to be able to lead a room and be able to have a command. Uh, this is an editor's note from me. What I think is very, very important, number one, is that the person that you're looking to hire isn't somebody who is alleged to have per- allowed perpetual sexual abuse to happen. That's That yeah. would be a good starting point. And then I'd be like, okay, you, you didn't? Awesome. Have you worked in MLS before? Okay, now we can go from there. But if you can't pass that first line, ooh, sorry. We hope, you know, you have a great life, but not here. Um, you think the players are going to want to mess with this guy? They're not going to want to have interactions with this guy. That's a really unfair. The the players are put in a really unfair position. It really is, yeah. It's it. This is a no win position for the players because it it's you got to shut your a, mouth if you want a paycheck. Just just shut up and dribble, right? It's it's easy enough from the outside to be able to sit here and say this is more important than sports. You should be able to speak up, and even if your job is on the line, that's a really hard thing to ask of somebody, especially in a league like MLS where. You are not making generational money largely. Dude, Peter has shipped out players for less. <laughs> yeah. If this was like, sure, the Lakers hired a piece of shit and LeBron James came out and was like, yeah, no, I'm not with this. That'd be one thing. Lakers aren't cutting LeBron James. And if they, for whatever reason, did, he's got billions of dollars that he'll be just fine with. You can't expect anybody who's making $84,000 a year and hope that they can play soccer long enough that they can, you know, maybe live a decent life dude to come out and yeah it's just not you're not a guy for not hustling peter cut a guy for not getting back on defense one game he was like goodbye so it's just i don't know what's that guy's name who was that oh um jose mari so who you're thinking of mari yeah um I, i think this is a blind spot of peter's i think peter is so hell bent and tunnel focused on what can I do to get back to the, the the winning ways that I think this club is capable of? That quite honestly, and this I helped. think I think he maybe just miscalculated, in and that's a very generous term to use here, what this would actually mean to people. And there were checkpoints along the way that could have stopped this. Could have been Cliff Illig. Could have been Jake Reed. Could have been Gardner Partners. It could have been... Any number of people along the way that could have stepped in and said, you know what? I don't know about this one. There are other people who could probably do close to as good of a job. Maybe a better job. I don't know. Gavin Wilkinson, how good? I mean, yeah, sure. He won an MLS Cup. But like, a lot of people, there's a lot of things going to that. It's not a one-man thing. Um, but they haven't, they don't have this scandal involved in their past. And I just... Um, yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm disheartened. And, you know, someone mentioned to me on Twitter, everything goes away if you put together a winning team. Fans were forgiving to him uh, for his previous mistakes. That might bring it up, but, you know, the guy must be good or he wouldn't be in the league. Mm. I don't I don't actually know that that's the case here. I, I, I'm not sure. I think they might lose some people legitimately. It might. I mean, I, dude, my wife was real upset about it too. And I, I just looked at her. I said, well, what, what would you like me to do? You know, what can I do? Mm -hmm. Is this something where we need to cancel season tickets? 
And we were just talking about it. And it's like, you know, I, I it pissed us off more to let something like this affect a sport we love to watch. Sure. And so it's just like, it's confusing. Um, I hate that we, you know, you hate to even give half an hour to this this person, but because uh, right. it's not going to change. They're not going to be like, oh, we got a lot of Twitter backlash. Sorry, Gav, you got to go, baby. Like, it ain't going to happen. He's he's here. I mean, it could. We got to get over it. I mean, it weirder, sucks. But what well, do we do? I, I may, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some people will. Maybe some people will cancel. And I'm not caught. Like I'm not. Like I said, I, I want to be. I'm not judging people if they, if they don't want to cancel because you articulated a very good point. This is a meaningful club and a meaningful thing to people that they care about, and and to let a singular person take that away from you is a very big and hard decision to make. And I am not going to begrudge anybody if they decide this is meaningful to me and I'm going to continue to use my voice as a season ticket member. I'm going to continue to go to these things because. This is something that is an escape from whatever else else is happening in my life or whatnot. I support that. Um, I will say there are instances of other, you know, in, in sports even. You know, this happened recently in college football with uh, Texas A&M. It appeared that they were going to hire um, what's-his-face, Stoops, Mike Stoops, the coach of Kentucky. He was going to be the next coach in, in uh, Texas A&M. Um, and then their fans threw a little shit fit. And everybody revolted, and yeah. suddenly overnight everything changed. And like, okay, never mind, never mind. And then they hired someone else. And they were still mad. so. I mean, but so it's possible. I that's where I you know get a bunch of people together and and just uh, uh, I don't know, bring some signs. Uh, I mean, and that that have nothing to do with the game. Or I'm re- I mean, Timbers fans were bringing Merritt Paulson sell the team signs, Wilkinson out signs. I I do hope that if you are upset by this like I am, that if you have something you're comfortable doing, if you have an avenue to voice displeasure to the organization that you you do take advantage of it, not like you specifically, like the general you. Um, I'm really curious if the cauldron does come out and make a statement. I'm really curious if the cauldron has some sort of TIFO or sign. The cauldron's put up signs before, and the club have put up signs that say, all are welcome. And do you think right now all feel welcome based on this decision that the club has made? Do all women feel like they are valued the same way to the club that no, men are? No. Do all victims of domestic violence or sexual abuse feel like they are valued to the club the same way that others are? Because right. I don't think I would. People are saying, Casey Curran, you better expand that stadium because you're going to have some people coming over. That's the other thing that's just so upsetting is Kansas City now is this like dichotomy of soccer, where on one side you have the current who are building the world's first women's professional sports stadium solely for women's professional sports. And it's going to be amazing and awesome with the World Cup coming and all this excitement. And then you have a club that has just like thrown on the emergency break to any excitement about the season coming up. And we haven't even talked about that next week. Their preseason starts. Yeah, this weekend they go to Miami. And, and because this has taken up all of the fans' time and energy today. And yeah, it's taking uh, up my headspace. It's just really frustrating. You, you know, um, there was a tweet from uh, Zach is here on Twitter, Zach Cobb. Um, and, and, you know, I, I just, I this one struck me. He goes, I'm seeing all these people who have been SKC fans for years and years question why are they, why they are supporting SKC today. Maybe all those people to come, coming to watch Messi will replace them. Yeah. And I think that's pretty poignant because, 
you wanted to test all those messy fans, or maybe that we can draw them into the club. You might be, you might have some open spaces now because some people are leaving. It's wild. It takes a, it, whew, it's a big decision to just leave your fandom of a team. Like I, I can confidently say I've never done that, man. It's uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in for life. Mm-hmm. Rock, and, and I go Chiefs, all that shit. I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't sit here right now and tell you, you know, we're recording this on on Thursday evening that at 7:27 p.m. on on you know January 11th that I'm not going to be at any sporting games this year, or I'm not going to be covering this. Team. I mean, we have a podcast. We cover this team as part of our podcast. Yeah, it's impossible to have no other pod without talking about sporting Kansas City. So, dude, they should have announced a player signing to overshadow this shit. That was well, they tried to kind of planning. I don't know this for sure, but like they also did this right at the same time that like MLS Media Day was happening in Miami, and there's the soccer coaches convention happening in California. And I think they yeah. kind of were like, "What if we just kind of sneak this in and we don't put a Zoom link and we don't let national media come?" And it's at two thirty when people are at work. And was there no Zoom link? No Zoom link. That's a first. Yep. The people who broke this story, Paul Tenorio, Tom Bogert, Pablo Mar, they would love to be on that call to ask questions. There was no Zoom link. That's, dude, that's calculated and like freaking snaky. That's why I'm just like, you don't put out a tweet. Have you ever seen a tweet hire, uh, announcing a hire of somebody where you don't say who the person is and there's no picture of them? It's just like, hey, an update. The just only the time link. you ever see those is when someone got their ass fired. Yes. And it's a lot, or it's clickbait of some sort. Sure. You know, it's like, hey, we want you to get, the, we want you to click this link. But sporting's always been very uh, uh, forthcoming in there in their tweets and you don't have to click on anything else to read. Uh, and they didn't want to put this guy's name in the uh, atmosphere. And I'm not saying that rises all the way to Vermees. That may just be the social manager trying to save their own, you know, yeah. Oh God, I feel bad. They know that they're about to, you know, walk into a shit storm. That's not their doing. So, Man, and I, I, I do, I think that's important. If you do call your season ticket member, uh, rep, your season ticket rep, this is not that person's fault. No, like I respectful. hope everyone's yeah. smart enough. Yeah, I hope we're all smart enough not to berate, uh, right. uh, you know, Jake, our season ticket rep. You know what I mean? He he right. did not do this. This is uh, not their he's, fault. Yeah, they're they're uh, you know making money just like we are. Yeah, <laughs> this is not the social media person's fault. This is not the yeah. marketing team's fault. This isn't you know, th- th- this is an ownership front office issue. So I you know we can voice. That's- displeasure but 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 please don't take it out on people who who they don't have any part in this it's just to say you're the soccer capital of america and yet somehow figure out the one move that will so starkly chase your fans away it's 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 impressive that they figured out a way to do it and it'll be really interesting to see how the club continues to handle the backlash if it is sustained and what sort of statement may or may not come from the cauldron or the south stand or or whatnot? You know, we'll keep following this. But it's really easy for backlash to just stop and get buried, and you just forget because something else happened, like Yiddish tunnels in New York City or something. But it's just it's it's, it's tough. It's, yeah, and and I, you know, quite honestly, I'm gonna have to figure out like how how am I how like how do I want to cover this team this year? Like how do I continue to to shine a light on that this is a, a decision I disagree with while at the same time covering the team 
and and I think there's probably a way to do it. Like we're not gonna stop podcasting. We're not gonna like you know we'll we'll figure out something, and and sometimes we might talk about it more than others. So it, it, this is just gonna be this is the thing we're all wrestling with now, and, and it sucks. And I and I'm and I'm frustrated, and I feel not to sound over dramatic, but quite honestly, feel a little betrayed that the club is even putting us in this position. Yeah, us as a fan base. Agreed. So sucks, man. I'm not really sure what, what else to say. Uh, no, but those that's that's the big news right now, and you know we'll probably probably come back next week if there's something to talk about. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, well, I'm sure we'll be back next week. There will be something to talk about. Maybe this will be advanced. I'm glad that we recorded later in the week this week. Normally, this is uh, the type of news that would have dropped the day after we recorded. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so I, just did, I just did yeah. the Casey Current podcast with Chris yesterday, and I, I mentioned a, a woman's name who, who didn't really play for us all that much last year, and then, boom, that person was traded today. <laughs> what happens? I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's... um. You're, you're getting some raw emotion, at least for me specifically. So, yeah, um, like I said, I'm going to try to put together some thoughts in a written form, you know, over the next day or so, and and, and we'll see. But, well, uh, God bless the patriarchy and all that. Did they not watch the Barbie movie? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I don't know, man. Joe Coy said that was just a, a movie about plastic boobies or something. What a stupid freaking host for the Golden Globes. I was so disappointed. Yeah, it's so bad. Well, anyway, my friend, um, do you have anything? Do you have anything else you want to cover today on this episode? No, man, not at all. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I mean, hey, let us know your thoughts. How, how does this impact you and your fandom? What What do you think about it? Um, if you're canceling your season tickets, let us know. If you're not, let us know why. And and I'm you know just like how how does this impact your fandom? I'm I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, what do so. we do? You know, is it like starting a movement of some sort? Like, what do we? You know, how do we voice you what what kind of options are there? Angry men and women. Um, you didn't think I'd pull out a late Miz reference in this episode, did you? That's what I did. <laughs> Got me excited. Uh, but yeah, make sure you follow us on, on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMac03. Uh, shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, check us out, KCSN Soccer on YouTube or the Kansas City Sports Network app. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll see y'all later. And the facts were not necessarily reported. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Educate inform KC Sports Network.